0: Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today talking to Luke Eskam about his show Chronic at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And we're joined on the line by Luke Eskam, who uh, is bringing his show Chronic to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival uh, for the very first time. Uh, hello, Luke.
1: Hello, Stephen. How are you going?
0: All right, thank you. Um, now, this will be your first time in Adelaide with the show? Yeah,
1: it's my first time in Adelaide, full stop, actually. Oh, awesome. And... So, yeah, very excited about that.
0: Great, and it looks like you're going to be sticking around for the whole festival.
1: Um, well, I'm doing uh, the first weekend, and I'm also doing the last weekend. But I'm I'm going to fly back in between, so I'll just okay. be here for two two short sort of stints.
0: Um, now you've been described as having Sydney's sexiest radio voice, which is kind of nice.
1: Well, uh, that's an official uh, that's an official award I got. So that's a legitimate title. You know, I can I can print that. It was a, a competition on Mix 106.5 that was that was voted for by the listeners early in the morning, so, um, yeah, that, that goes to the grave with me, that one.
0: Now, oh, so you'll have the ladies swooning in the show.
1: Yeah, um, um, yeah they, might, they might be squirming as well in the in past show, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, you deal with some adult themes in the show, so it may not be best for kids to come along.
1: No, probably, probably not. I, I, I've had kids of about 14 in the show that have enjoyed it very much, but I also, I did have one show in Edinburgh where I also had 14-year-old kids and their dad got up halfway through and said we didn't come here to listen to this filth and he, he marched them out
0: and so, how, was the, how was the rest of the audience after that? well there was only person left after
1: that so it was, oh. quite, it was quite awkward and I, I carried on for about 10 minutes and then it got too awkward for me so I walked out um, but the other person stayed for another 10 minutes um, hoping I would come back on so it wasn't, that wasn't the best show I, I did there but it was, um, you know, it was memorable
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, probably the slightly better shows for you were, you started this show at the 2011 Melbourne International Comedy Festival, um, mm-hmm. uh, for which you won a heap of awards for it.
1: Oh, well, certainly, uh, I certainly got some, some good critical notices, and then um, because of that I got a, an arts grant um, to go to Edinburgh, which was which was really a sort of uh, useful.
0: Yeah, and how did you find the audiences different between, I guess, Melbourne and Edinburgh for the show?
1: Um, there, there, were, like, there were cultural differences um, with comedy. There were some songs that didn't really work in Melbourne. There's, there's one song about a particular breed of dog. I don't want to sort of go into it too much because it's kind of a punchline. But, mm. but I noticed that that breed of dog is not as popular in, in Melbourne as it is in, in Edinburgh. Where people just went mad for that song. Um, yeah. And, and I, did, I did sort of find that the UK audiences were a bit more conservative, but but that might just have been because I was doing my show in Edinburgh at six in the evening, whereas the Melbourne show was sort of late at night in the cabaret club where sort of people want to hear something a bit scandalous, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you got, you know, I remember seeing you uh, at one of the late shows during the Melbourne Cabaret Festival uh, last year, and it's a right. pretty intense routine you got. It's pretty cool.
1: Um, yeah, well, I, I sort of tried to condense an hour show into 15 minutes for that one, so yeah, that was that was quite intense.
0: And, yeah, it's obviously, obviously elements from that will be what people see in Adelaide for the show. So, you know, I think there was a bit of a strip routine in there. Um, yeah, the, the strip routine, I, I'm not
1: sure whether that will, will come to Adelaide. I think I think enough people have been terrorized by that. <laughs> um, I, I think the point's been made on that one. Because um, cause what you're talking about, I used to, at the end of the show, I, I'd strip down and I, I'd strip into this outfit that was uh, kind of like a, a wetsuit with a hood, um, which I would bought so I could go swimming in winter. But I realised I looked like a, some sort of ninja in it. So I, I wrote this song about being a ninja, and it, it did tie in with the narrative. But, but doing the show for an hour under the hot lights with this sort of skin-tight rubber suit on underneath um, made it, you know, made it sort of quite a quite a difficult experience. And sometimes doing the show when the, you know, when sort of during weeknights when there's not so many people in the crowd kind of felt like, you know, it was, it was draining my, my will to live, so, um, so the show won't necessarily have that routine, I can, I can be a lot more relaxed and, and kind of free-flowing without it.
0: Cool. Um, let's talk sort of more about the show itself, you're a, a musical comedian, I suppose, so you, you bring an instrument and play these fantastic songs that you've created uh, during the performance. Um, how long have you been doing? Obviously, the the chronic show is a new one for you, but you feel, it feels like you're fairly new on the scene.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still not really comfortable with the term musical comedian. It's sort of, okay. They, they, it seems like contradictory kind of terms, but I don't know. There, there doesn't seem to be anything better yet. But but I, I really started as a musician, um, and um, but but I was always doing some quite theatrical things. I had a, a kind of conceptual funk band in Sydney that was like a thirteen piece band, and they had a whole kind of we were called Funklantis and we were based on this sort of mythical underwater civilization and, and there was, you know, I used to read out extracts from something called The Gospel of Funk so there was there was a lot of costume stuff in that so there was definitely a theatrical element to my music but then I, I decided to, to ditch that pretty much a few years ago mm-hmm. and make an album that was more a songwriter's album mm-hmm. but right after that I got very sick and I wasn't able to tour and I was at home for about a year and then my... My kind of response to that was I ended up writing a lot of this very sort of um, confronting comedy stuff and and the best way to to play that seemed to be to actually put a show together and, and and mix it in with with some sort of narrative and, and some stand up um, and so so they've come together um, but but I, I started out as a musician, definitely not a, not a comedian
0: yeah cool and the guitar is your tool of trade
1: yeah definitely uh, i've been playing since I was seven and I, you know, when I was a teenager, I wanted to be Jimi Hendrix, basically.
0: A lot of your songs have a fairly strong political element to them, but they're—I mean they always still really, really funny. And but just sort of getting that edge towards it. Have you been? Writing yeah, it's fine. I mean,
1: I—I've I've been going to. Um, I sort of grew up in in the rock and roll industry a little bit because my dad was was work, worked behind the scenes in the industry, so I was going to shows every week from like right before I can even remember. Yeah. Um, so I guess I've. I, I got to a point by the time I was writing songs that I, I felt like I'd sort of seen and, and heard it all, and, and to, to reproduce something that was too familiar just felt boring. So I, I, whenever I write songs or lyrics, I tend to, you know, in order for it to interest me, it, it, it usually has to be something quite, I don't want to say extreme, but, but yeah, I mean people use the word edgy, so I guess, you know, I, I like stuff that's, that's quite provocative. Yeah, I, I think I'm a you know a massively political person. It's not a partisan political show. I'm not kind of barracking for one side or the other. But um, but I do like songs that are sort of challenging and, and might make you think about something in a different way.
0: And in terms of, I guess, stretching yourself and not wanting to be like everything else you've already heard, does that stretch into the style of playing that you, you do as well?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I... I mean, I I, I sort of started learning guitar by learning blues, and I have this sort of foundation of my playing is is blues and roots music, but um, as a writer, I like to write about the modern world, and and so I'm very influenced by kind of hip-hop and and modern pop and R&B music, and I sort of put those together into a style that I call flip-flop, which is sort of has no reverence for any particular musical style.
0: Cool. Again, bringing it all to the Adelaide Fringe in 2012. Uh, mm. Luke Eskim. The show is called Chronic. What's kind of what's kind of the the I guess basic storyline, if there is one, to the show? Is there sort of a premise we need to come in and think well, about? Well, Chronic.
1: Yeah, I. I it, it started at Melbourne Comedy Festival as a show called Chronic Illness, and then I, I dropped that. I thought Chronic Illness sounded really hip hop, but a lot of people sort of didn't get that. Um, but there is a narrative um, that, that's to do with there's a sort of thematic connection uh, in the songs to do with men's health, both physical and mental. So something like terrorism is, is an anger management issue for me. Mm-hmm. That's a men's health issue. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of things that are connected by that, and there is also a narrative about some of my own experiences. Um, and and some of those things from the show have kind of led it to get a bit more attention. You know, I got to go and speak at Parliament House a, a couple of months ago about um, about the illness that sort of led to a lot of these experiences. Um, So so anyone that's had any actual experience of chronic illness um, will will relate to a lot of things in the show. But it's also, it's very sort of, it's it's just a funny off-the-wall show. So um, you can come along and just have a good time.
0: Absolutely. And how uh, how was speaking in Parliament? It's not something Um, everyone gets
1: to do every day. Yeah, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done, I think. Uh, I, I was, you know It was a very personal story that I was sharing. It was kind of 20 years of, of battling an illness and, and some of the real low points that had happened in that time. Oh. Um, and at the end, I, I found I was actually shaking and I couldn't look anyone in the eye, like this room full of, of politicians and pharmaceutical reps. And every time I, I caught one in the eye, they'd, they'd start crying. Um, wow. And I had a lot of people come up to me afterwards, like politicians giving me their cards and saying, you know, if you ever need anything... Um, so, um, yeah, it made me think I might have a, another career ahead, you know, later on.
0: Yeah, and, well, you know, you can get anything you want now it. from a poly.
1: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. You know, what does that mean? Can I murder someone now? Like, what, what can I get away with?
0: I don't know. You might get a big building built in your name. Oh, that could be good. That'd yeah, be a, amazing. Yeah, a hospital wing or something, Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it sounds... Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Your show, Chronic, Luke Eskin, will be at the Prince Alfred Room of the Adelaide Town Hall from the 24th to the 26th of February at 9.15pm. And then you'll return from the 16th to the 18th of March playing the Grand Academy of Legado at 60 North Terrace in the city. Uh, Those shows will be at 8pm. Um, But for all tickets and details, head to linkadelaide.com.au and also the Adelaide Fringe website, adelaidefringe.com.au. And on our page two, uh, we've thrown up a link to uh, Luke's page that you can go to and grab some YouTube clips and all sorts of other information about uh, about you and your shows. Brilliant. Um, thank you so much for your time today. And uh, uh, thank you. Have you. A That's great, brilliant. fantastic Adelaide Fringe this year. Great. I'll see you there. For more information on Luke Eskam's show Chronic, make sure you visit our website linkadelaide.com.au or you can check out adelaidefringe.com.au.